We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon. I'm Patty Rising. And I'm Brett Burkhardt. Just ahead on KCBS, San Mateo County's Board of Supervisors discusses gun violence and local farm worker living conditions a week after the deadly Half Moon Bay mass shooting. With more on the Newswatch, here's Brett. Patty, San Mateo County Board of Supervisors just held its first meeting since last week's deadly mass shooting in Half Moon Bay. KCBS's Keith Manconi says gun violence and living conditions for local farm workers were high on the agenda. Again, my heart, of course, is broken by what's transpired. County Supervisor David Pine, he's also feeling anger, though. I'm angry that we don't have adequate mental health services. I'm angry that we have farm workers that have to live in such difficult conditions and receive substandard wages. A reference to the revelations following the shooting into the squalid living conditions faced by many farm workers in Half Moon Bay. Supervisor Ray Mueller is calling for the county to take action to make sure workers have access to better housing. The best way that we can uh, show their families that they are not forgotten is to move forward boldly with policy that honors those lives. Meantime, the supervisors also voted to declare the coming week National Gun Violence Survivors Week. The response from one mother present at the meeting who lost her son to gun violence. If it's all the same to you, in addition to thank you, I'd like to say it's about damn time. Keith Manconi, KCBS. It is a dramatic turnaround for Sonoma and Marin County's water supply as two of the region's largest reservoirs are more than two-thirds full. As KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub tells us, from Lake Sonoma, just six weeks ago, they were at their lowest levels on record. A U.S. Army Corps of Engineers dredging boat unloads debris onto Lake Sonoma's boat ramp. Trees and logs dislodged from the January storms. A month ago, the ramp barely touched the lake. Water levels were so low, not anymore. In one month's time, we've gone from the historic record low in the reservoir back up to just darn near full. Grant Davis is general manager of Sonoma Water, which provides supply to 700,000 people in Marin and Sonoma counties. If you look at the volume, when we were last here at 97,000 acre feet, say close to 100,000 acre feet, we now are close to 245,000 acre feet. We sell about 40,000, 40 to 45,000 acre feet of water a year. So darn near three times the amount of water that we sell in a year came in one month's time. Other reservoirs in the county and in Marin are near capacity also. Do you think the drought's over in Sonoma County? I'm not willing to say the drought's uh, over yet. But that could very well change if more significant winter storms head our way. At Lake Sonoma, Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS. Twitter employees could potentially be allowed to sleep at the downtown office. As San Francisco building officials told Twitter's construction contractor today to revise a building permit in order to keep beds inside the company's headquarters. 
The Department of Building Inspection issued a correction notice on the contractor asking for conference rooms to be correctly labeled as sleeping areas in a floor plan. The Chronicle reviewed the notice that said if it's not labeled, the rooms will have to be restored to their original office use within 15 days. Officials want to conduct a final inspection after the building permit is revised before issuing any fines to Twitter. Changes ahead according to KPIX5's Paul Hagen. Dry weather to finish off the month of January, dry weather to start the month of February, but we do have a couple of rain chances down the line in the extended forecast. Tonight, the story will be a return of chilly temperatures dropping down to around freezing inland with lows around the bay and along the coast dipping to the upper 30s to around 40 degrees. But like today, those temperatures will bounce back to almost exactly what's normal for this time of year. That means mid-50s along the coast, upper 50s in San Francisco and Oakland with a mix of upper 50s and a few low 60s farther inland. Temperatures on Thursday very similar, but with more clouds overhead. Those clouds will start to drop some rain showers on us after midnight Thursday night. Rain showers continue early Friday. A little break in the action during most of the day Saturday, but more rain Saturday evening, Saturday night, and Sunday. I'm meteorologist Paul Hagen with your KCBS KPIX 5 First Alert Forecast. With more on the Newswatch, here's Brett. Patty, San Francisco is seeing a big increase in applications for concealed carry permits. KCBS's Chris Ancarlo reports this is a sign of the local impact of a Supreme Court decision. San Francisco just approved the first permit since the Bruin decision in June overturned a strict gun safety law in New York. That decision has led places like California to rewrite policies with strong controls on concealed carry licenses and permits. Originally, we had, as one of our requirements, a good cause requirement for the application process that was taken out. We also had an interest in making sure we updated our procedures to be consistent with those of the police department here in San Francisco. San Francisco Sheriff Paul Miyamoto says that has led to a big jump in demand. Initially, subsequent to the decision, Chris, we had a uptick in the amount of applications that we received, both ourselves and the police department. I can speak for the sheriff's office. We currently have 72 outstanding applications that we are in the middle of processing. The increased interest in permits has also come with an increase in personnel processing those permits. Miyamoto says permits under consideration have been allowed to go beyond the 90-day review window because of the additional interest and time required for review. Chris Ancarlo, KCBS. Environmental groups are excited and mystified by this year's resurgence of monarch butterflies in California. KCBS's Megan Goldsby explains why. The monarch population at the California overwintering sites had dipped to just a few thousand two years ago. But by this count, which takes place each year on Thanksgiving, we had over 300,000 butterflies recorded by our volunteers. Emma Pelton is a conservation biologist at the Xerces Society. But we also know we're really still quite far from the numbers that we saw in the 80s and the 90s when there were regularly, you know, over a million butterflies at the overwintering sites. Climate change, habitat destruction, and pesticides have led to the big decrease. But to what do we owe the new population jump? Probably because of luck and weather and maybe some of the efforts everyone's been doing are starting to help. But it's too soon to say if this is a blip or it's the beginning of a real recovery or a real upward trend. Still, she says it doesn't hurt to keep trying to help them out by not using pesticides and planting butterfly-friendly bushes and trees if you can. Megan Goldsby, KCBS. Preparations are underway for this year's Chinese New Year's Parade in San Francisco's Chinatown. KCBS's Jim Taylor is checking out the array of colorful floats. Here, 54, across from the Chase Center, where the clock is ticking. We're at that point now where we're starting to see the 
the finish line and all the floats are really starting to take they take their shape. We're surrounded by floats right now. This uh, warehouse that we're in, oh, like almost two, three stories tall, right? Just crammed full of all this stuff. I know. There's a lot of memorabilia from past parades. Some of them are, are years and years old, some decades. And, and then all the new stuff that we've been making all season. Stephanie Muffson with the parade guys getting 20 of these floats ready for Saturday night. You know, this is the first parade since COVID happened that we're really back up and running at our full capacity. Um, so, you know, the last few years we've been kind of limping along and now we're, we're back and we're, we're excited to be leaping into the new year. This is what it'll sound like. Celebrating the year of the rabbit, what is called one of the 10 best parades in the world this Saturday night in San Francisco. Jim Taylor, KCBS. House Committee holding a hearing tomorrow to investigate fraud in California's unemployment system. The House Oversight and Accountability Committee wants to find out how Sacramento oversaw millions of dollars in federally funded COVID relief benefits. The committee is also investigating unemployment systems in New York and Pennsylvania. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.